0: Boom, we are back. Full house, that's right. The 4Bs, bullish Bitcoin banter and bullshit. Brought to you by Mr. All-In, a.k.a. the Trillion Dollar Man, Dr. Evil 10%, a.k.a. the People's Champ. Myself, Sir Never look, a.k.a. the Excellence of Execution, and surprise, surprise, it's a new year, but Mrs. No-Show is still, in 2024, No-Show.
1: What's going on? Everyone's it it just, just made me think. When was last time Miss No Show was actually on? Okay. <laughs> 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 it's a, it's a, it's a good point. It was oh, I must have said this a million times, but I looked back and went, oh, 60. Oh no, it's not nine. It's sixty-eight. That was the last <laughs> time which is on. So, what we we're going? For, Did we start uh, in twenty-one or
0: twenty-two in terms of the podcast? Oh
1: because it's so. during the pandemic i'm sure so two two years ago so but so it looks like it would have been 22. yeah mm. it's just at the
2: end yeah we, we we could have when we first arranged it we were going to do it all in person because we were relatively close and then we went to online purely just to go it's actually easier this way anyway but yeah. we, we could have physically done it we're actually i think if anything waiting to be to do it in person because it would be better yeah but we just wouldn't do it, would we? Because yeah, the, the dynamics are always better, <laughs> you know. All the best podcasts, uh, the like the people are talking to each other in a room, right? That is the yeah. best format for a podcast. But it's like that—that's because that's their job, right? And they they can spend an entire day doing a podcast, and whereas we're doing it at the end of a working day, or at least you guys are anyway. And uh, so yeah, doing it online is just way better. But yeah, I think I think it was twenty twenty two. Yeah, so we're yeah. Officially, two years in now. Just gone over the twenty twenty four, haven't we? So, two That's years it hundred twenty six episodes. Not bad. I didn't think we were going to get to ten when we started it. So. <laughs> it's
1: it's evolved a little bit, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's got better. It definitely, has got better.
0: Well, we're still waiting for the evolution of your hair transplant, but yeah, it's it's evolved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if things start to really go crazy and parabolic, that maybe that might show up. I don't know. Uh, it's I mean, just not We saw each other over Christmas, and uh, I saw your son with a full head of hair, and I thought,
2: "Hmm,
1: so that's what a young Doctor Evil ten percent used to look like."
2: Oh man, I've got the picture. Well, I've got. The I was going to
1: say it, it, it isn't much of a Bitcoin, um Bitcoin a thing to do, is it? Spending money on a on a hair transplant.
0: But when it when you when you reach your moon, you can do what the
1: fuck you want. Well, have a have a lovely um, perm, something like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you got your six point one five Bitcoin. You get got infinite riches, big titty bitches. You might need a little bit of hair to go along with that (laughs) six point one
1: five. I just yeah, I'm not convinced. I would not convinced at all. No,
2: neither am I. Actually, Um, yeah, far too tight for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure it'd do any do any good. I think you're just too far gone. Um, (laughs) But talking about memes, like
1: um, a six point one two five, we've got the first story of the week, which was um, which we have three greens and a red so um i know what this means i hooked on to it but um so never looked have you looked at the story i have indeed yeah
0: so initially i was just like hmm what does this mean and i had to have a think about it but yeah it's the green 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 in terms of profit and then the uh the down year and it was a down year <laughs> i feel like once we started the pod it was a down year but yeah we went onto highs but it has been a cold ass winter and maybe just maybe we're about to see the turn of that i mean ultimately if we were talking this time last year we were in the doldrums and we were around about 13k um, those of us on the pod of course were all buying in the 13k and continuing to do so telling those that anyone that would listen to do the same as opposed to doing the opposite and buying on the high anyway yeah that's that was the uh that's the meme of the but it tends today. to be
1: the the pattern so we've had what is it three down years sorry I was just getting a chart up then so 2014 2018, 2022, so your prediction is 2026. But the typical pattern which is seen is year one, after the downwards, you see a slight trend upwards, but it's the second year. So we've had the first year, which is 2023 to 2024 is the one which is predicted to be the bigger year. Hmm. So last time in 2020 it was 301%. 2016, oh, that's actually the anomaly, isn't it? So one... It was the third year, so um, 1,331% in the third year rather than the second year after the red. And then obviously the first time round, it was highly unpredictable because it was 9,900 on the first year, 5,507 on um, the fourth year. So things are a bit bit all over the place. But it seems to be that second year tends to be where, where you'll get up and obviously with the ETF coming along. You know, it is the prediction that we're going to see the boom year, but it could even be the year after that. So we see the ETF start to take off this year, get the, say, 60, 70 grand or maybe even 100 grand. And it's actually the following year when it you, I suppose we call it the last cycle, the retail cycle, where you get the full on retail investment, where people yeah. actually, sh- people kind like, of play about this year. They go, oh, that's fun. But next year, they start going, oh, those gains to be had. If you look at this pattern, let's stick in this year. So maybe the following year when we actually see that boom.
2: Yeah. I think it's just, uh, it's just funny. Like Bitcoin Twitter is funny. I, I just saw these fucking three green circles and a red circle just getting posted in loads of replies. I'm like, ah. I, I'm on Twitter like every day pretty much. And I don't know what you're talking about. Like this one's passed me by. And then. You suddenly go, oh, yeah, it's three green years, then a red. Like, oh, okay, okay. So, we, we but we don't, it's just this, like, secret language that Bitcoin Twitter likes to have. And just to to embarrass the normies, right? It's just another bit of a layer of, how long have you been here, though? And uh, mm-hmm. so it's like a test on people, you know? You just post just four fucking images under underneath someone's tweet, or you just send it to them on a message. And they don't know what you mean. It's like, you're not a real Bitcoiner. You're not real. Yeah. You're still coming in. You are still ignore me. You're not. You're not orange-pilled yet, but uh, but no. I think I think it's this. This tends to happen. I've seen this happen. I think on the last cycle is where everyone pulls this out. Because obviously, where you you have a depends which way you put the the dots, right? I think the the way people are putting the dots right. at the moment is like the red dot comes first in a way in this kind of the where we are in this cycle now because it's like we've had the bear market. We've had one green dot of recovery, which was last year and now it's the next two green dots where we normally break all time highs and it's the fucking good times right so now they've got two years of good times ahead to enjoy so everyone's like pumped you know it's like cuz you want that recovery there's always that like, after every red dot you go jesus christ that was bigger than we've ever seen before are we coming back there's always that slight element of doubt like have we really like wrecked everybody is we still got enough people alive right everyone's looking around like we're not we're not all bust right and then we have a but green app, nice big green dot afterwards. You're like, ah, oh, we're still here. Let's fucking I was thinking go.
1: about this one because you've got the kind of like more retail investors. So when I say retail investors, I don't know if that's a correct, correct term for it, but you know, a like commonplace um yeah, mom moms and pops, the um, you know, it's open to the boomers, whoever else. Number go up So fire. Yeah, so it provides like a bit of stability, but I suppose it's not stability, isn't it? It's not going to go back down. It's just going to be that level. It's going to have its kind of like bottom again. So our bottom this year, well, this cycle was 13 grand. The cycle before it was three grand and so on. So we're going to have a bottom where it kind of sticks up going forwards and it's going to be higher. So I suppose it's like the stability is going to be that. You're not going to, you are going to get the downwards trajectory because it is an invest investment ultimately at the moment. And so people are going to pull out when they need money. They're going to pull out because of fear, you know, or whatever else it is.
0: Hmm. Not even just that. I mean, ultimately, again, it's going to be for some people. They may pull out because they want to take a bit off the top, and and so forth. Or for them, that's enough to ride the next two, three years out until the next one. I was quite surprised actually when we hit the what is now seen to be the bottom of thirteen. That it was thirteen. I actually thought it was going to be lower than 13 the way we were going uh because we were going down and down for a long time ultimately it was uh you know again we were buying at that point but yeah i thought having been to three 13 seemed quite high
2: yeah well the the, the, this was this cycle did break the model because every previous ball run the, the red dot of the bear market afterwards never went below the previous cycled all-time high. So the previous all-time high was 20K. Yeah. And so everyone thought 20K is rock solid. We have never been below 20K, it's not happening. We fucking smashed straight through that. So that's when everyone suddenly went, oh shit, we've gone below 20K, tumbled down the teens. That was when everyone went, well now 10K is falling. And that was when they were wrong at that point. Like, like literally the market was wrong twice. It was yeah. 20K is never breaking. It broke. Okay, now 20K is gone. 10K has to break. Didn't. It, literally Bitcoin is Bitcoin is a trader's nightmare. It, <laughs> it, it follows so many patterns. But when you actually look at the finer detail and on the big moves, it changes every cycle. And it, and it breaks yeah. things. It's just like earning cheap Bitcoin by longing it or shorting it On very obvious um like indicators that have worked the previous three cycles before usually you'd think oh that's just you're printing bitcoin right you might as well almost gamble because bitcoin's so predictable no it's not it it looks like it is at a high level but when you get into the nuance you'll get wrecked and that's why yeah don't trade this is
1: yeah this is why you also don't do the um what's it called defi Yeah,
0: staking in DeFi.
1: Yeah, like, it's just like, DeFi's all about gambling, or it's about price appreciation. Like you said, you just can't, you can't model it, so therefore, why would you do it? You know, you're going to lose your Bitcoin if you piss around with these games. Play, what is it, play stupid games, win stupid prizes.
2: Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, we have All right. To-
0: well, I guess that also leads us on quite nicely into the next story as well, in terms of crossing the chasm. So, for anyone that's new and just tuning into the podcast, so all of the stories are linked in the show notes. But essentially, we've got um, a picture of what is known as, I guess, the 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 trajectory of Bitcoin or no, no, sorry, tech enthusiasts and where Bitcoin is in this world of technology. So at the very beginning, you've got innovators and then it moves on to visionaries. And in between visionaries is what's called pragmatists. And we feel as though right now we're on that, uh, that chasm of moving from those early days of Bitcoin as Bitcoin just recently celebrated its 15th year, going on to pragmatism, conservatives and uh, and sceptics as well, or in terms of early majority, late majority and the laggards as well. So um, what, do you, what do you guys think about this? Do you think that right now I- we are on the, we were in the early adopters camp, moving into the early majority
1: camp? I think the early um majority might come and be etms approved so that's really what happens over the next month because i think that really puts it into the mainstream you know we talked about the retail um cycle which was two cycles away we talked about the last one which was things like company balance sheets and then also um um well El salvador yeah country adoption we're just browsing um mr all um Twitter now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing which really throws me is, or rather I think discredits it is the percentages below because if you're going to go those percentages you'd say that's as a world population because ultimately the aim of Bitcoin is to displace the US dollar so has 13.5% of the world's population adopted Bitcoin? No, not even close yeah, so it put us back in innovators, really. But I think if you take away your percentages, the curve's probably not not wrong. It's just the fact that various people
2: won't be adopting it until it's you know fully fledged. Yeah, it's one of those where yeah. I, think, I, think I think you're spot on, really. I think it's almost... Um, Bitcoin's a bit of a unique one, isn't it? Where maybe there's a lot of people so close to buying, we are in that early adopters, because... The majority of people have heard of bitcoin right now and mm. they, and there is 200 million people estimated to be proper bitcoiners in the world uh, that isn't anywhere near thirteen and a half percent of the population right because what is it eight billion so that means you need eight eight hundred yeah. million uh well basically it's a billion isn't it really for the, for the 13. you pretty much need a billion users to cross the chasm as money uh but bizarrely once the utf is Approved does thirty four percent of the money then have almost well these are adding up aren't they yeah so you're basically, you're basically at roughly fifty percent does fifty percent of the money yeah. have access to Bitcoin at that point and has brought it's like well I they think, have access I think they haven't brought I think it
1: potentially we we cross the border into pragmatists past the thirteen point five once it once we get the ETF so you're literally fourteen yeah. percent of the population being in some form of Bitcoin. Puts us into the pragmatists, so
2: yeah. Um, that's the and tweet, then it, up Dr. to Dr. thirty-four. Bitcoin, right? Yeah, because that's that's Doctor Bitcoin's tweet, which yeah, he's basically going where we're waving goodbyes to the early adopters phase as we cross the chasm into the early majority. It's been a pleasure, later general. Kind of
1: throwing this back to like your wedding, which we've obviously talked about um, quite a lot, and you gave the Bitcoin standard to a lot of people. A mm. lot of people promised to read it. Mm. Out of all the guests, how many have actually read it now?
2: yeah i've i haven't checked really uh but i haven't had any positive comments i've asked a couple of people and like right. has your that. dad read it uh yeah yeah he actually oh did. he has yeah i think wait what did he say he said he'd read he'd started reading it i think mean, he's read like half of it which straight away makes me think maybe read four pages who knows <laughs> I,
1: was, I was gonna say literally once you read the first 50 pages or 100 pages i think it gives such a good understanding but it all follows on yeah and, and you my can't whole point,
2: but... put it down can you like why would you not finish yeah. it because like, i was ooh. just like
1: I was, re- I was reading it i was just going you're a dickhead dr evil I was like, you're a fucking dickhead. How did you not get this? Um, I find that
0: with what we were talking about just earlier on in terms of just the white paper itself, so you don't need to read a full book. If you actually just read those eight pages or a single page, if you're buying the, the display off the white paper and you actually read it from start to finish, it makes complete sense. Yeah, but that's now. That's, you know, your... Well, the like... white paper was, ad- well, came out in 2008. In, yeah, uh, but, but that was
1: for the absolute minority got in through the white paper, whereas, you know, for yeah. me main you, um, we got in through also the Bitcoin standard. So if you put the white paper yeah. in, in front of you instead of the Bitcoin standard, would, you, would it have the same impact? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. And I, I, I mean doubtful. ultimately
0: we, we you know we've gone through this many a time, haven't we, where we think what is the ultimate orange pill to others? and it it depends on what the other person's financial literacy is like, uh, yeah. ultimately to be able to to gauge but... the impact of how simple the concept actually is and to realize oh, fuck, I've messed up here. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, ultimately, I feel like, like,
1: yeah, I should have got but, this already. But I feel feel like Safer Dean kind of like um, broke apart the lie about the fiat currency and kind of going, this is what it should yeah, be. You, you know, this, this is what money is. And I kind of went, this answers, it answered all the questions which I've been searching for when I've been going, I don't understand what fractional reserve is. I don't understand what these investments are. I don't understand why I've got to invest all this. It just didn't make any sense to me a minute." it, kind of made all the sense, but kind of putting it back was I was asking Mr. Allin about his wedding because the fact is you gave all these great gifts. Like, it's one of my favourite books now because I'm kind of going, I've got a signed sign version of Mr. Yeah, Rowling insult insulting me for, like, the whole page. Um And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to read it. And it's like you had this massive Bitcoin-themed wedding. You know, Mr. Allin's done quite well off Bitcoin after he had a really good... um professional career as well which she packed in because well of bitcoin ultimately but then these people are kind of going, yeah yeah i'll read about it no i won't mm-hmm. i'm not gonna read it yeah. and you kind of go but then when we come in and miss etf and everyone goes mad about it within the next year maybe that's the point when we go maybe i'll read this book and then they'll buy it when it's it's all-time high of 200 grand and instead of buying like 2K's worth of Bitcoin when they could have bought it, say, 25, they're buying it at 200 grand, so they're getting a much smaller slice, so they're getting a hundredth of a Bitcoin versus yeah. a tenth. So I think some people, yeah, I just feel like you just can't help some people.
0: I guess like, maybe that's, you're coming at it, uh, and it's very difficult not to, with an early adopter's mindset on others. It's always easy once you know the answer, right? And, uh, you know, I guess Mr. Orlin was equally thinking very similar of when he was in that early, uh, well, the innovator stage stroke early adopter stage when we were lagging behind as well. And what's also interesting is probably the fact that there's invisible ink in your copy of the Bitcoin standard, which kind of berates you even more throughout the book. I <laughs> think the probably is well. I
1: think on every single page. Turn just, the lights out. And just take the magnifying glass. Every single page is probably just a dick pic.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just yet to see that, that's all. Just, just put the black light on it. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. So, like, in answer to this one, I think, you know, we could approach it. We're not there yet because it insinuates yeah. that, what is it, 13.5 people at been bare minimum have taken on Bitcoin and then up to 34. So I think we're still in innovators, early adopters maybe, and we can maybe hit early majority when the ETF gets underway, when it becomes part of everyone's pension. Well, and then I still they think... think-
0: I still think really, really early, because ultimately we you were talking about the ETF a lot, but we're only on to what our fourth halving as well. And I feel like maybe if in the, the course and the life of Bitcoin, it actually has to be the life and cycle of the average human. So it has to go a lot longer in terms of a an actual piece of technology so you know bitcoin is only in its 15th year and then equally it's gonna have to also uh add a lot more
2: yeah yeah it's one of those isn't it it's it's, um i think we'd have a lot more people in if there wasn't the whole crypto space which which to a certain extent that was i i the reason why i gave out the books probably almost threefold it's like number one I was looking for something to give anyway so everything else was just crappy and then that was a great thing that I really loved and I thought people would actually appreciate and maybe it's something they keep as everything else was just going to be gimmicky so I'm like I want to do something proper so that was the main reason but then the other two reasons really was hopefully I do orange pill some people um, but then secondary it's well who knows when I orange pill them or when they start to look into this more and the fact that i've given them the best book you can possibly have and put it in their hand and signed it for them and hopefully they put it on a bookshelf somewhere so hopefully it just stops some shit coining right it stops them going into mm. where <laughs> so many people right um they, they get into bitcoin uh, their, actually... line, their ego comes and they go oh, i'm too late and then some dickhead on facebook or twitter or instagram will tell them if you've got a problem with money, hate inflation, too late to Bitcoin, are you? Buy my shitcoin. It's even better, faster. And they will fall into that. And hopefully, like the people that I know now that came to my wedding, when they get when that message comes into their head, they might go, Hold on, I'll read the Bitcoin standard. And if they do, it will save them from that scam. And they'll they'll save a couple of years of their life getting scammed and losing their money before they find Bitcoin again at the end. So I think that's why yeah, I bought, I that's think... why adoption's so slow. I think people come into Bitcoin, think they're too late, go in shitcoin for a couple of years, get wrecked, have to build up the money, then they end up bitcoining properly. It's like, Jesus, that's a five year onboarding once you're in. Like that's, that's not counting the fact that most people just say no to the whole space, like for years well, and
1: years. Also, you kind of get the people who are bombarded, they look into mainstream media with... of you're boiling the oceans. It's tulips. You've yeah. got well, the tulips. Ones just with a no, single cycle. You know. Am I mean, like, oh, this is nonsense? We need to have um, fiat money because it stimulates the economy. It funds terrorism. You know, you've got all the different things. Um. So, yeah, but I think hopefully it'll set me up for when the ETF and the harbing happen. Um. But I was just thinking, actually, didn't your brother? Wasn't he speaking to someone who worked at the event? who got into bitcoin off the back yeah.
2: yeah, the, the of so yeah yeah so we got one there the even do is a bitcoiner now yeah
1: yes so that that is a benefit and i suppose yeah you're probably right let's see what happens over next year because that'll be very interesting to see if anyone adopts it within the, the whole wedding yeah it's almost mm-hmm. like the next
0: five I, I would also go back to what you were saying there of the fact People will go through, will have to go through the change curve and answer all of the questions, even though you know, we've gone through all of the foot, but just the ability of thinking this one is the one, because ultimately human nature just makes you think, no, we're just skeptical. And obviously that's what's kept us alive for all these years. So naturally people will be prone to the scams and look at shit coins even further ahead of then just coming back to Bitcoin as well. And uh I mean you showed and shared uh a, a scam email Mr. Orlin earlier on that wasn't really that bullish talking about 80k for uh for Bitcoin. Oh no but that was, was me. I, oh I I was, got signal, yeah, yeah yeah I got Sorry, a yeah. signal
1: message um and so I got a signal message I was like what the fuck? Yeah <laughs> But it's still but it wasn't really that lives. big. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And, uh, uh, you know, ATK is you know, to most or uh, ultimately it is. it's life changing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Going on to like life changing, the next um, topic, the ultimate, Bitco- ultimate Bitcoin question. So this is, what's his name? British H- Hoddle? um mm. he, he he's talking about after 2025 i'll be buying three homes around the world basically where should i buy so he talks about birth rates he talks about rates of marriage and he's looking for people's advice and also tax are so looking for low or um tax exemptions so it's where are three places my automatic thought about this as well there's a Bitcoin and why the fuck would he be buying three homes like literally, think about how much time you spend in each at home. Why not just buy one and just holiday in places?
2: Yeah, maybe it's just. Pretty, I think he's quite wealthy. He's just gone it's the guaranteed places. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah and he and he has, at least he is acknowledged. Like usually when people go, "Oh, I've got three houses," it's like that's equity. He actually says, "You know, they're liabilities."
1: Yeah.
2: At least he admits.
1: Um, so it sounds like he's youngish, single, maybe. Maybe that's I think like he's his in, angle.
2: I think he's in his 40s. Uh, it
1: doesn't sound like he has a family, is what I was guessing from this. No, he doesn't. So he kind of like picked where he wants to go. And I was going, kind of, if you're in that kind of situation, why not somewhere like El
2: Salvador? Well, he's got that, hasn't he? So his things he wants. Um, Birth above 2.1 babies per woman, which basically because he wants um, an inflating population. He doesn't want a dying population. He wants a 35% or higher marriage rate, which he says is for for potentially um, a settled population. And then he wants it to be tax beneficial as well. Uh, So obviously, most Western countries, when you are buying things with your Bitcoin, will tax you 40%. Or 20% plus. I know, but there's plenty of places that will do 0% on your tax of cap gains. Plenty of territories for that. But can mm. you get a high marriage rate? No. Or can you get an inflating population? No. And that's where El Salvador um, drops. So the birth rate in El Salvador is 1.8, uh, which essentially says it's a dying country, is the way he terms it on here. Uh, I think. Yeah. Because technically he's right. But because if you if you carry on at 1.8 right you end up with no people living there if you fast forward 200 years but and i guess what he's asking here like it's a real long-term question where he's looking to go i really want to settle for generation after generation after generation so i am thinking hundreds of years time frame because i want my children to be able to grow up here have families have a job and then they then have they have kids and they not need to leave like, they they Whereas I think the the problem with El Salvador is the most likely thing is like the parents can go there with their kids because you know the parents are kind of done right um, they're they're happy with their life. Um, they've done most of what they wanted to do. they've probably had their career they're moving over to El Salvador, but then their kids are going to grow up and they might want to do something right they want to do sports, they might want to dance, they might want a, a career in tech. Can they have that in El Salvador or are they going to have to leave for work? Uh, and so if you if the population is growing then there's a chance that the wealth that bitcoin brings and all that kind of stuff will change it but it's an interesting question isn't it? right and um, it's a question that yeah been like, asked nice, on here numerous times
1: well, te- i was going to say technically um the uk's population is growing it's just not it's due to immigration birth, right, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because it's one of those ones like we we still this stuff if you actually look in the
2: media that that's why he oh, says birth rate he doesn't say population yeah. growth he says birth rate mm.
1: because... yeah we're, because in the uk like we're not we're not conceiving because we're waiting and waiting because everyone's so poor when you've also got problems around con- conception because of poor diets high stress poor sleep you know and poor health um and as well as here forward question. I think the same in, in the US as well, which was why immigrants flew across the border because they need the expanding population in order to grow GDP and also um inflate their currency. Um, and then also keep the wages down. So you kinda of, you have got that. And I'm kind of going, is it going to be literally Africa and like parts of Asia where you're going to get an increasing birth rate?
2: At the moment I was just reading through the replies, the, the strongest answer seems to be Serbia at the moment.
1: Wow, Serbia—that surprises me. But Serbia, I would have thought that was declining. Mm.
2: And Maybe that's Russia on the growth. up
1: after
0: uh, what happened in Serbia, because I believe it was war-torn previously.
1: Yeah, it's part of Yugoslavia in the early nineties, so would have been. Yeah. Like, you know, people over a certain age would have been killed in the wars, and then, yeah really ripped down
2: yeah. yeah it's one of those I think I would add on to his requirements there not minus 10 permanently
0: I, I was going to yeah. say the weather as well but then we really started to get into yeah, well, the I would say of is things.
2: no extreme like well if there is extreme weather it needs to be like for ten less than 10% of the year right Whereas isn't Serbia mm. like just isn't it winter there all the time yeah, I like... think you
1: just struggle with this one at the moment. I think you know. On a separate conversation, I speak to one of my friends, and he's on about the UK being in the ship, but pretty much every country in the world's in the same situation. The fiat currency, currency or fiat Keynesian um, economics, is collapsing, and it's obviously cl- collapsing. It's just how long it takes, and so I think it affects all these things. So we're getting fake food. We've got currency which doesn't hold its value everyone's getting poorer, nothing's settled and it fucks all these things like marriage isn't as valued and then the diet's poor, hard to conceive, I think it's just you know everything's very hard and then the governments are scrubbing around for money so they are putting more and more taxes up
2: You know what, for whatever reason I thought Serbia was near Russia, it's never freaking near is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Nearer Italy, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah, and Montenegro is just off the coast of Italy, well, across the Adriatic Sea, Montenegro, and then Serbia borders that. And then you got Kosovo and near Bosnia, Romania, Hungary, Bulgaria, Australia. So, so yes, yeah, so the climate in Serbia is moderate. So, I, I, in my head, Serbia is Russia, right? It's just fucking freezing. Yeah, it isn't. It's I don't, much further south than I thought. So, Serbia, I don't just, know
1: what it's like as a country. I've got no idea what it's like, you know. So I think all the kind of, like, Balkan countries are meant to be nice, but I don't know what it's like saying, like, crime, you know. What's what's it like in those kind of statistics? I don't know if
0: it's one of those things, because obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts on Bitcoin, but this is kind of like a question which I've seen answered previously, uh, on YouTube, but it's more from a, where should I go when World War Three happens as opposed to the good of when Bitcoin goes to hyper-Bitcoinization and having the ability to up and leave and live somewhere. And one of the key points was um, education as well so whilst he's got um the marriage rate and and so forth in terms of the tax rate education was a big one as well
1: just having a look at crime crime rates, so mm, that's um, a good shout. top venezuela yeah. papua West new West guinea West? afghanistan obviously this is just the top 10 haiti south africa i didn't realize south africa was so high Honduras, Trinidad and Tobago, Syria, Guyana, Peru, and I think it used to be um, El Salvador was leading the pack at one point, wasn't it? So that seems to have turned it around quite quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing if I can get nice. a- 30, 30. What, 33 worst or best? Worst. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. I've got it doesn't have rankings though. It just has them in order. That's annoying. Jamaica, Somalia. Oh, Somalia would have thought was higher. Brazil, Nigeria, Angola, um, Namibia, Burundi, Argentina. So you have got a lot of um. That's really interesting. Is El Salvador is classed as better than Argentina and Brazil now? Um, once you upon mean, a time, being yeah. The number one. Yeah, it looks it looks about 20th or so in the crime index. Um, but I can't be exact. And then what's what's rated top? Let's have a look. Oh no, there's just a load of blanks where they haven't got the statistics. Qatar, United Emirates, Taiwan, Oman. So a lot of the Middle East, I think, where they just have zero tolerance. Yeah, um, Dubai in there which as well. is which is really interesting because um everyone's criticised El Salvador's approach to gangs, and the fact is that somewhere like Qatar, United, Emirates, maybe just wouldn't tolerate that at all, would they? They'd all be locked oh. up and killed. Um, right. So the fact they're following something which has got the lowest crime rate, um, yeah, very, very interesting. So it all, all seems to be Middle East, but I'm guessing Middle East um, may have laws no, which season and <laughs> 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 Yeah. That's the
2: thing, like, low crime rate is good but if just speaking out against the current prime minister or president gets you beheaded then that's not good is it you know you're now yeah exactly in an environment where you could get killed for a tweet so you don't mm. want zero crime really if, if anything it's almost yeah. like a healthy economy has crime in it it's almost like there's a good balance between people working hard but not everyone could be at the top some people want to cheat and they're going to do crime right you want to see a bit of crime because if you don't see any crime it's like right they're either hiding it and they're lying or everyone is so terrified of even just stealing a freaking mars bar from the shop because they are so totalitarian that you will get killed or prosecuted to such an extent that it's far too strict so, and that's why Dubai is mentioned in here because Dubai is very good on it, it matches all this. It's a growing economy, it has a very high marriage rate, uh, and the taxes are are virtually zero for cap games. Uh, but it's Dubai. Because that's when you
0: start to get into the semantics of like Dubai does tick all of the boxes, but Dubai is Dubai in terms of its very fabricated and kind of fake fellow
2: uh, as, as well. Like it's a yeah, exactly. You're, you're living in a in the prince's area, aren't you? His rules go yeah. No alcohol, no sex before marriage. Uh, being gay is illegal. So yeah, you know, if you're a gay bitcoiner, can't go to Dubai, can you? You know, it's and there's certain things like I, I wouldn't want to live somewhere like like that. You know, where the the people Dr. in power ten
0: percent like, looked a little uneasy when you said that. <laughs>
2: we've been there together and I tried to hold his hand going down the street and he shit himself he thought we're going to get arrested <laughs> I was like "Baby, don't be like that
1: <laughs> prancing, prancing around in his skin tight shorts yeah. Um yeah I mean we, we've seen the footballers have gone across to Saudi and they've all started to try and come back now haven't they Jordan of Arabia um Bobby Firmino they're all trying to run back to the UK or some other countries because it is you know I think it's a fabricated country they're they're jetted around in a private jets they're putting their chauffeur driven cars they're taking back to their compound they're taking to the train ground they're taking to the pitch they can go to a mall they can go to a high-end restaurant but they don't see anything there's literally they a bit of prison see we the
0: uh weekly friday public beheading and uh and hand chopping
2: yeah just for like I... the local woman that's like being raped and gets stoned to death for cheating on her husband yeah for Jesus Christ too far like what the hell are we doing here <laughs> so uh yeah, the only <laughs> summary of that story is we, we still don't know, do we? It's it's very hard to pick yeah. a place. It, so, it but sounds I'm like Serbia. Serbia is now on the list. And actually, it was one last point on that story was um, what did ring true for me and something that resonated with me was the fact that British hoddle there. He's he's tried to do the nomadic life, which I also tried to do. But what I realized as I was traveling around, I'm just not. I can't go from place to place, always living out of a bag. Even when I travel, I tend to just mm. I, I I skip around a country. Um, purposefully, a week here, a week there a week here, purely to go which is the best place, I don't want to just settle in the first place that I just land in and then not know if it be a better place so I'll purposely go somewhere on the coast, somewhere in the city, then speak to people and go where else is good, right, I live there for a week, there for a week, and then just basically pick and go right, now I feel like I know the this local area a little bit better I'll straight away go right, I'm going to do a three month lease on that place, and without me even realising it, it's like I'm not being a nomad now, I'm kind of moving in to this question <laughs> and uh whereas and because and, in reality like the nomadic lifestyle is not for me I do like routine I like knowing where my stuff is I, I like to know what, where I'm sleeping tonight what my shower how it works where my food is all the, I like you know where my laptop is I like everything sorted and if I don't have that I'm always thinking it through so yeah when I was going from week to week for me they were like okay that's fine but I Straight away, I'm not sure what I mean tonight. I'm not sure I'm sleeping. All these things are in flux, right? Because everything's new. You're you're somewhere new and you're figuring everything out on the fly. And then, so I would always crave going right, settle down as quickly as you can, learn this country, find the best place, and just live there for three months. And just figure out the best place. If not, move somewhere else. Do that for three months. And well, some people love being nomads. And the reason why he's done this tweet is obviously we know that like it's very like it's very hard to know it reminds me of when lockdown was happening and i didn't know where to go like where can i go to avoid lockdown because i might as well if i'm going to move to a country that gets locked down when i move there i'm now in rented accommodation in a country that maybe i don't even speak the language and still locked down i might was not have left the uk so i eventually found sweden and was right but that took six months to know it everyone had to lock down and reopen just to know which country wasn't going to break so in that instance Sweden was the literally the only option everywhere i locked down and we're, we're basically in that cycle now with Bitcoin right where it's like who's going to be friendly to Bitcoiners and there's some mm. countries that are showing their hand a little bit but you go yeah but if you're put under pressure do your does your friendliness yeah. go away because yeah. I don't want to set down roots somewhere that the goodness goes. And, uh... so you've,
1: had, you've had El Salvador, and obviously it's a developing country, so it's I mean, it's dipping population. You've had Central African Republic, which then um, went back on it, um, when it's made Bitcoin a currency. Then you've had, was it Prospero, something like that, which is the Thomas port somewhere off South America, then Madeira, I think there's an island in Croatia, which we covered on the pod at one point, and the there's little bits everywhere which are like ports and like principalities, but like I said, if push came to shove, they could lock. They may may have to follow their like leading country.
0: Right. Well, it's a great topical debate. Certainly, one for us to uh, to continue to monitor as things get better and better. I'm sure. Uh, so the next story is an interesting one as always <laughs> and someone shared or tipped sorry someone tipped Satoshi's Bitcoin wallet 26.9 Bitcoin Whew. That's a lot of that's a lot of change right now. It's almost a million pounds <laughs> That's like saying thank you <laughs> for obviously taking me to this stage with a lot of gratitude, right? Yeah, but
1: my whole point about this is like, if it's just a tip, so let's ignore the theory behind it. It's like kind of sacrificing one of your cows to God. It's just like it's lost, isn't it? Like mm. Satoshi's so, oh, so wallet is not is not used you're not getting anything back. Satoshi's not going to come back and wank you off for it. It's actually <laughs> great. You've tipped um, Satoshi. Now you can go and tell all your friends that you've tipped Satoshi. And it's just, I, I just don't get this practice. It's like praying to God or whatever. I just think it's a bit ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that, that's why I like the next linked tweet that I put on it with a theory as to why this 26.9 Bitcoin descent and someone said, well, this pleditor his name is on now oh, on twitter i think somebody probably n who doesn't like craig right owes him money but instead of writing him a check just sent it to the bitcoin addresses he claims to control to troll him now that's funny right i'm, I'm imagining yeah. craig a million quid and he's just going on and on you freaking hate him and you go you know what legally i have to pay him and he's told yeah he has access to these keys He's the head of he's invented Bitcoin. He's telling me he's Satoshi for years. She's like, you know what, Craig? Pay you in Bitcoin. Yeah. That's fine. He's like, oh yeah, fine. Pay me in Bitcoin. I'll send it to your address. He's like, which one? Your Satoshi one,
0: mate. Yeah.
2: The ones that you just told me you have the keys for. There's your million Sent. <laughs> so the, the it would be hilarious because the, the person who's obviously sent that did lose a million pounds. They they lost their six point nine Bitcoin, right? but technically Craig can't claim he hasn't got it because Craig is legally (laughs) said he has it (laughs) and he's like oh fuck but I'm trolling, I'm lying I don't have access to these keys so uh, I think everyone if whenever Craig gets a job um should send all of his salary to the Satoshi address and go we're just paying you're Satoshi right so we'll just pay the Satoshi wallet collect it whenever you want you got the keys
1: Yeah, it, some... it'd be it beautiful, about if that's why, but you know, if, if that's the case, I fully back it. But if it's just some idiot just tipping Satoshi. You know, stand by on my comments. It's just fucking idiotic. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There was someone. Yeah, we can we can do potentially that story next if you want and skip a few. Um, but so, so I did see the theory of this going. Uh, what someone's done is because there's new legislation in the US now. Which straight away is is assuming that Satoshi is is American, which he nearly certainly isn't. Um, Just from the way he typed and and his grammar, it suggested he was British, but who knows, that could be a double bluff. And he is American, just wrote British, super smart. Um, But was the the new legislation in the US about this every transaction over 10K has to be declared the sender and receiver? So some more on legal person went, oh, this transaction is to do with that. Um so now that Satoshi has received this, he has to um register register this um with the IRS and basically say that you know who the sending receiver was. So it essentially doxes Satoshi. you just go, the bro, like what are you talking about? That doesn't make the it wallet, any
1: sense. The wallet hasn't been touched for how many years? Is it the 15 or is it?
2: Yeah, fifteen years, yeah. It's
1: yeah, so he's barely gonna come out and go, oh. Um, I've got a million here. I'm going to come out for your twenty-six point nine
2: Bitcoin. I know he literally a he has bit a of million Bitcoin in there, <laughs> like a million Bitcoin, yeah. and he's so but, but, with
1: 26. yeah, that twenty-six is going to tip me over. That's, I've that's got a different
2: what, make me dox myself. Yeah.
1: see, I've got a different view on this. I think there's a common consensus amongst Bitcoiners that it's just regulation coming in, trying to govern Bitcoin as usual, trying to um, clamp it down. But my kind of view on this is well. You have to report transactions which are over ten thousand in fiat in America. You know that is the amount, and's been the amount since was it the seventies or eighties when we brought in the money laundering regulations. So if you're moving, so they were, you know, organized crime used to move um over ten grand rounds because they get so much money they push it into the bank accounts and they won't have to do anything. Whereas ten grand would be the flag. So we'd have to start putting in smaller amounts, which is a lot more painful, a lot slower, a lot harder. Um, But my kind of like theory is, well, it actually just standardised Bitcoin into the economy, doesn't it? Because it's now an asset kind of going, it's part of the furniture. It's here. It's not going away. Mm -hmm. So it is almost acceptance that Bitcoin is inevitable. And they've accepted it, but they just want to get a tax out of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they want the surveillance, don't they? Because I think what I think why this legislation got received so badly by Bitcoin is just because I don't think most people know this even exists for fiat now, and it's just the fact that it happens completely behind the scenes, because every bank account or any financial well, account already has all this information on. In any transaction you do over ten thousand dollars, this happens. A report, a fraud flag, will get sent. The tax office will get one, and the fraud office will get one. Uh, whatever your nation, um, version is. So it's the IRS on. Well, one in
1: theory, in theory, it should be what coming up to about hundred grand now, based upon inflation. So that yeah. amount should have okay. scaled up, but they've basically made it painful. Which you know, when we start talking about the six hundred dollar surveillance, makes it even more ridiculous because they brought this in for high amounts. You know, this is for cartels. This is for the mafia. It isn't for you because you sold a sofa on Craigslist and they want the the profit off you. (laughs) Um, So it should be closer to 100 grand now. It's it's
2: supposed to be for, like, houses, really, isn't it? It's, like, very, very large transactions. Yeah, it's for, like,
1: cocaine. It's It's for bank robberies. It's for cocaine. It's for um, people smuggling. It's for illicit profits. It's where you need to, like, get it into bank accounts to try and clean it. So it's to stop it going in, not 10K. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's... Uh, <laughs> I think I think people are just waking up to the fact that the existing banking system, people have no idea what happens in the background, right? It's... Um, people think that they can earn money, send money around, um, make certain profits on certain shares, and then when their tax return comes around, it's like, oh, do I even need to put that profit or loss on i can just leave it off maybe and it's okay i always of, find it like i always find it know, amazing i like they already know that they, they know yeah. how much tax you owe they just haven't told yeah. you that, that's the
1: thing in america it's going to, go to a separate point but they say oh tell us how much tax you owe you've got to work it out but it's like you send something and they go no that isn't the right amount or why the fuck didn't you just send
2: the bill in the first place yeah and and it's worth it's like, like a check and balance isn't it ultimately yeah well they don't just well it's not even just a check and balance unfortunately it's a no that's the wrong amount so here's a hundred grand fine and fucking three years in prison that's taxable yeah you go what the fuck dude like it could have been an accident right like some people will on purpose some people will think well how are they going to know you know and it's a case of well they know because you've got kyc'd and aml'd and behind the scenes every single transaction over certain amounts literally get sent to the tax office they have records I mean, of every large transaction you have but ever it's just like,
1: made. but it's actually you know they could just go here's a calculator on our website Enter in these these are some examples those these are some examples those these are some examples please enter your figures and we'll calculate it for you but it's like no figure out with a um, pen and paper if you get it wrong we're going to put you in prison yeah what? What they, what they could do, I mean, we, we you started could log doing in it. Your
2: government ID, right? You could log into your government ID with your tax return, and they could just tell you. They could go, We can see you've got activity here, 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 and here on these banks. Is that correct? If this is all correct, you owe this. Is there anything else?
0: Yeah.
2: And it's like, you did did it, and largely, and you put, they're probably going to be 90% right, aren't they? And you go, Yeah, you've got it. I owe that. And it's it wouldn't be. A huge thing but I think they like the fact that it makes you do it. You it have could even be multiple work. choice <laughs> you know
0: if there's your real answer there's the one slightly below and then there's the one slightly above and you choose uh, big and choose, and ultimately uh, yeah you know we will be collecting either way but it, it is that uh, I think I've just uh, shared it in the group that no, they're now collecting on ebay and airbnb stuff as well so ultimately that is going to be there so even if you sell an old pair of shoes which you will have paid tax on because that
1: would have already no, been there it has to be over a certain amount in the uk so i think it's if you're selling on second hand items and you sell over a thousand pounds um, which, you know, if you're selling electronics, say it's like an old computer, an old switch, or whatever, it all mounts up. Um, if you do enough of it, you know, the second-hand goods. Yeah, are, so I think yeah. you have got an allowance, so it's like the typical things which you get rid of in a year, yeah. you have got an allowance.
2: Uh, you sure that's always been there, because I remember back in the day, I was just selling stuff on eBay, and I was just, yeah, like a cat on there, and then I sold a certain amount, and then suddenly it went, you've got to verify yourself now. You need to be a super seller. I'm like, what? So, like, oh, you sold over a thousand pounds worth of goods in a year. So, yeah, it basically means, oh, I got a KYC myself, and I didn't know it at the time. I was like 23 or something, but it, 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 I'm pretty sure like, the whole KYC and AML rules have always existed. Maybe they've just been even more strict, like in recent yeah, times. Maybe but it was not really. Pu- you couldn't you couldn't make a million pounds on eBay and get away with it. Like they they were reporting that back. Like, it's they, not really yeah.
1: publicized though no one really knows about it like it's yeah. not really stated whereas I think they're stating it with the hope to getting more tax to make sure that people do pay their tax you know they could be selling stuff across Gumtree, mixed with eBay mixed with Facebook marketplace so you know there's all those things and they don't combine yeah
2: yeah but I do like Marty's <laughs> article here right because it it, it it does just laugh in the, in the face of it because I agree with what you're saying right because the, the rules that exist in fiat are just being rolled out to bitcoin so actually this isn't necessarily an attack on bitcoin it's just almost like accepting it as a genuinely financial instrument that should be just regulated the same as what fiat is so it's just bringing it into the norms but we shouldn't accept the norms you know the fact that ten thousand dollars just goes from one person to another that shouldn't have to be reported to the tax office and to essentially to the government Because essentially what that is doing is it's assuming fault. It's assuming some type of criminal activity has happened. Because otherwise, why are you reporting on it? It's assuming guilt as opposed to assuming innocence. And what it should be is all our transactions should be private, right? They should be. And then if we are suspected of a crime, they should need a warrant to come into our bank account and check some high value transactions, right? It should be like searching your home search my bank account, fine, right? Because I am, there's evidence I've committed financial crime. You've got a warrant. In that instance, I go, okay, you, you now have access to my bank account so you can see what I've been doing because you think I'm guilty of tax fraud and I've underpaid my tax this year. You want to prove me wrong, fine. But that isn't the world we live in. We, we live in a world <laughs> where the warrant, they have an unlimited warrant for everybody's money and they just look at it all day long everybody's everybody's transactions are open it's like them walking in and out of our homes and just looking under the bed yeah. looking in your bedside table drawer going just check in like there's nothing in it just checking Just having a look and then oh, yeah. they just wander you, out again you, and you know well, you're right what the fuck are you, you, doing end, you end up
1: we we've ended up with an over ever expanding government just basically become overarching because We've allowed it to expand. You know, literally you're paying 50% indirect taxes to the government. And you can go, oh, you have to pay more council tax this year. Why? Yeah. Uh because <laughs> we've overspent. And it's just like, but I'm already paying fucking 50%. Fuck off. And I'm also paying another 20, 30, maybe even 35% in second, second hand um tax because I'm buying all these things which have got taxes on them as well um and then they're getting taxed all their employees and so on so you end up with this literally um like knock on effect but you know barely any any money out of your pound is actually paying for a product anymore and we've just uh, this is you know part of where i just go they talk about in the uk but oh the is, is collapsing like well how how no, we're giving so that. much money you know We've given so much money. We give each department so much money, but we're ending up with councils going broke like Birmingham. We're ending up with the NHS, not being able to treat people with heart attacks within eight hours. And it's just like, <laughs> and, you know, this is a result. We've ended up with these, these supersized governments when it should be an absolute, you know, the government should be responsible for maybe setting up schools, maybe collecting your bins and making sure the road's built, not for fucking surveillance and not for all this shit which we're ending up paying for. Well, we'll, and it's just fiat World, isn't it? But it's yeah. well,
2: not, not no one's asking them to check all these bank accounts, are they? Obviously, we, we know what they do. They they, they say it's for, for fraud and they say it's to stop terrorism. Exactly. But we know it's not. We we know it's to make sure that people aren't being independent with their money, they want to know where all the money is, and they want to make sure they're getting their pound of flesh and they're keeping as many people down as possible. Because they, they make these tax laws for a reason, right? And they need to be able to enforce them. And if they just let the money run riot, they know that most people can go, these tax laws are not fair. I already pay my fair share tax all over the place. That is unavoidable. There's certain places where it's optional whether I pay it. So they make sure that they go, you know what, you know these optional places? We have so much surveillance all over them that you can choose not to pay it. But just know, we know. And we might not get you this year or next year. We might not get you in five years, but we'll get you eventually. And that knock on the door might come, so you better pay it. That's why they're doing it, because they don't want too many people rising up, right? We're all crabs in the bucket, we're all freaking dragging each other down and um, occasionally a crab gets out, and um, they don't want too many crabs getting out of the bucket. Uh, So so that is fundamentally... I used to
0: totally agree and I used to buy into the narrative previously before as well, because... I've been using eBay since uh, 2002 and I thought uh, when they used to say once you get to 10 items or more we need to verify you because you may be um you may be selling stolen or fraudulent goods and it's again, terrorist it's like, oh, Yeah yeah of course <laughs> of course exactly that, that but is no, what the really. regulation
2: says right the regulation they're following yeah. that is what it says so they're just passing that on Yeah because eBay didn't no, think that. Really. They were told yeah, exactly. they had to think that. eBay would let you fucking yeah. sell on there unverified forever. They didn't want to put that friction in, which is why there was no friction yeah. in the beginning. They're like, we just want people to buy and sell. It's regulation that made them go, you know, over a thousand pounds, the CEO of that company mm. goes to prison for decades if you don't put KOC and AML in. So they had to do it. And they had to then just go, why we putting this friction in, we have to explain it to the user. So they go, Oh, you know, <laughs> that's the reason they gave you. Because they didn't have one, they didn't think that. They just go, What well, we've been told and we have to do it. So we've got to pass on a big reason to go, really sorry. We don't think you're a criminal, but can you give us your driver's license, your passport, what's your name, date of birth? And we need to verify yeah. you. And in reality, all they're doing is logging you on some government database. So if you make too much profit on eBay. The fucking tax man wants his pound of flesh, doesn't he? He wants to keep you down. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I think we we could talk about this all day, but should we go back to the um, original story? So, <laughs> <Aqual> <laughs> a- wallet. Aqua Wallet. Aqua Wallet. So I did look at this. I thought, oh, Aqua Wallet, this must be interesting. And I got, oh, everything you need from a Bitcoin wallet. Oh, great. Second picture. Send and receive Tether USDT. And I was just like, ugh. Mm. And but then I did go harness the power of lightning. I kind of went, that's interesting. So I need a lightning wallet. So I was using Blue Wallet, but they stopped um, supporting. So for me, I kind of am thinking I'll have to suck up that they deal with Tether and um maybe download this myself so I can have um some sat signal on my phone or my person when needed, maybe to tip people like um Marty Bent. Because yeah. he
0: doesn't
1: want to be flipping burgers. Yep. Yeah. So what? So, Mr. This is probably more applicable for Mr. Allen. What? What lightning wallet do you use?
2: I use I use Blue Wallet. Um, that works really, really well. That's the one I've used for all my Bitcoin lessons. Every time someone completes that. I send them some SATs. I, stats thought, I thought
1: you couldn't use it, or is it because you've got a lightning node?
2: You can use it. What do you mean? I don't why know. can't? Why couldn't you use it? I thought they were
1: stopping support or something like that.
2: Um, no, weirdly, I think they were stopping support for your own node.
1: Oh, uh, okay, that makes more sense. They went funny so, for I don't need it. Fuck this. It deals with tether.
2: Yeah, no, no, I, I just, I use Blue Wallet just because um, the problem is uh obviously that's the thing, right? Using Custodial, it, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. like I obviously run my own node, it's all good. But the problem is like creating channels and getting a channel from your node to someone that you need to pay. And the people that I'm paying on Bitcoin lessons, like I have no um relationship to them. So they can be mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. And the, the odds <laughs> on me having a Lightning channel from my node to them that was already set up is, is low. So using a custodial wallet is so much better because they obviously have their node is connected to everyone using it. So then when I need to send them, literally sometimes a thousand sats, uh, two thousand sats, uh, which essentially is is, is pennies largely. Um, the only way of doing it is custodial, Um yeah. so it works really well. Uh, Blue Eye works well. Um, I think Aqua Wallet is just launched. Um, I haven't downloaded it yet. I haven't started using it mainly because I was going to say I, I was reading the comments and a lot of bugs. Some people even reporting they sent some Bitcoin to it, um, converted it to Lightning, and then it just disappeared. And and uh, so basically, it's um, Jan Three is the company that have um, made it. You know, the CEO is Samson Mao. Uh, so he's Jan Three are uh, largely trying to get. A nation state adoption that is their mission over the next couple of years is to get nations to to adopt bitcoin okay. and they've just released aqua wallet released it on jan 3rd on purpose which is um the roof of keys day um it it it's all good, like having another Lightning wallet out there. But yeah, I think Samsung Mao is very closely aligned with Blockstream. So it does have Tether in it and it does have Liquid. Liquid is a basically an alternative to Lightning. Uh, it's a different way. Essentially, it, it tokenizes your Bitcoin, which essentially Lightning does as well. Uh, it's not real Bitcoin once you go to layer two. It's essentially you're using a token. And you could almost call it a shitcoin. But it's a shitcoin. <laughs> one-to-one with bitcoin right because it has to be right it's because you're not trading on the main chain so mm. but you are um kind of reserving some coins on bitcoin and going no no no, these are unspendable because these they're being tokenized over here on layer two so say you've had your thousand sats on bitcoin layer one I, I kind of gray them out and tokenize them as a thousand sats on lightning i send them around on Lightning, I send them to my person, eventually those tokens get stamped into a transaction some point on the main chain, um, is part of a much bigger transaction. Because I didn't pay the fees, right? The fees would have been way more than the transaction. Uh so eventually that happens. And then when that transaction happens, it comes back to my grayed out Bitcoin and goes, Oh, these grayed out Bitcoin, the those thousand tokens, those thousand Satoshis just got spent over here. So these are now gone. They get moved over here. They went in that transaction. It's all kind of, it, it, it sounds kind of shit coiny, but that is what layer two kind of is. Right. Um, and you've got a uh, liquid, which does something very similar where you essentially send it Bitcoin and it's essentially tokenizes your Bitcoin and allows you to send it. And it's a comp it's, it's a competitor to lightning run by Blockstream, which, We all actually have direct access to it because Blockstream make Jade. And I'm sure if you've been setting up your Jade, you've seen Liquid on there. And uh, so essentially, it'd be nice for Jade to also support Lightning because like this Aqua Wallet, it supports Bitcoin. Tether is in there. Because you know what? Like for a nation state, I kind of get what Samson's doing here. you got your Bitcoin. Then you got, so Bitcoin is layer one. You've got your two layer two solutions. So you've got Bitcoin liquid and Bitcoin lightning. And then you do have Tether in there as well. And you go, if you are really risk adverse and you kind of want to be pegged to fiat for a bit, but you want to stay in the Bitcoin land, shove it in Tether then. And essentially you're pegged to the US dollar. I get maybe for freaking nation states and stuff, maybe they don't want to have their full allocation, freaking 100% Bitcoin straight away. So. I get it. Maybe it's a, or maybe it's a trader's wallet as well. You know, that obviously like, people trading in and out of various things, if they want to trade Bitcoin's highs and lows, if they think they're good at that, you can within this wallet, you can have Bitcoin trade it into tether. If you think it's going to down. And then once it's down, like and you think it's going to peak again, you trade back into Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe.
0: I've heard a lot about Tether and not really looked into it much. But from a from a privacy perspective, I've heard that it is, of course, the better shitcoin uh, that's out there, ultimately. Because when people try to use the third off Bitcoin being used by uh, drug addicts or, you know, uh, people using it for illicit transacting in funds then i always say well it's not because everything is super transparent and on the blockchain so uh yeah maybe maybe there is a use case for certain alternative shit coins that are out there
2: are you, you're yeah. not getting confused with monero are you monero, this isn't monero
0: no 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 no
2: tether's just purely it's it's just as open as all the other coins it's just a stable coin so it's, okay it's- it's paid to the US dollar, so it won't go up or down in price. Is what it means. It has no, oh, okay. it has no additional privacy or security on it. It's just the, uh, you're basically trading into dollars. You're you're back into cash, but you're not. Yeah, you're yeah, you're not, in, you're not in fiat land. You are still in Bitcoin land by trading into Tether. So it's very easy to switch back into Bitcoin with minimal fuss. You don't need a bank account essentially. So this app works.
0: Is Monero therefore greater? Um privacy
2: yeah monero is the is the private coin yeah but then that essentially is a ship coin we don't know the supply it has variable price you you wouldn't trade into that as like a stable place that that you mm-hmm. that trade you're making right you, you, you're trading into a ship coin there
0: it's a, yeah yeah exactly with, yeah with,
2: with, with tether you you're trading into okay bitcoin's done its thing I think it's gonna come pull back I'll trade into tether which essentially is to trade into cash sit out let the the pullback happen if you think that's going to do that and then go back into bitcoin later so it's it's essentially selling into cash that's what you're doing but you're selling into a um a a crypto version of cash
1: cool um
2: enough about shit coining let's talk about another shit company then
1: yeah let's talk about regulations again yeah, new tests. So in the UK, we've got to um, pass some tests when you want to trade um, crypto, so whether it's on Coinbase, Kraken, Revolut, or whoever else. So I've I've done this on my Revolut account, and it asks you a series of questions to allow you to trade or ultimately do some trading. So I think you can get them restricted. Well, I say them restricted, but not really that closely monitored. If you answer some saying you're basically high stakes, blah blah blah. This person on Twitter has filled him a questionnaire and you can't place any orders. You can't sell. He can't put um any um any um can't buy stop sell, basically. Yeah, he can't he's, put any stop losses His account is frozen,
0: ultimately. And so um, It is a strange one, isn't it? Because ultimately, he's probably answered the questions truthfully in terms of his finances, in terms of his knowledge. And Coinbase therefore said, great, thanks for that. We don't think that you're worthy enough to be able to, uh, to continue the types of trades that you're doing. And well, as, so. uh, as mister Orlean is highlighting,
1: absolutely, <laughs> Coinbase's support is saying lie. Yes, yeah, so I think it asks whether you you earn over £100,000. I think that's one of the critical uh, uh, questions. Is it? Yeah. So
2: this Maybe is why because... When, when I first saw this, right, I just went, these questions, they, they are so noddy. Like, no one's got these questions wrong. I nearly got one wrong on purpose. But there is a question in there that says, like, your net worth or, like, roughly how much you trade. And and how
1: many assets you have.
2: Yeah. Mm, I do remember yeah. that. And I, and I just yeah. kind of, I, I, even in their list, I downplayed it a little bit, going, mean, I don't want to fucking highlight myself. But it was still, like, not in their early categories. So I was like, I'll just go that one because I want to reveal my whole hand here. And uh, so I just went through and it was piece of piss. But if, it, if, if So are they saying then that if you say like the first option, which I think is just basically less than 100k, you're yeah. banned? Are you banned from the account if you don't have 100? I
1: don't. I don't think it should be banned. I think it's restricted. But this person, he's probably bought quite a lot of Bitcoin, and they're saying you can't buy any bit more Bitcoin this year or within 12 months. And that's my suspicion. And obviously, since it's just been rolled out, oh it's God. going to be quite buggy. This. So yeah, if you are trading and obviously down to your risk appetite, maybe quite bend the truth about the questions if you do want to buy some. But obviously we can't buy you to this because this is not financial advice. This is the 4Bs where we talk about shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all conspiracy theorists. But we do have so, um we do have um this no-show. Who is our ESG director? (laughs) (laughs) Which is another Ponzi
2: scheme in itself. Yeah. How dare you? That is super interesting, though. I wonder, because I just assumed when I saw this tweet, I was like, this guy's just an idiot, right? The questions are super easy, right? It it pretty much just goes, you know, are crypto assets volatile? What does it mean if... Um, if an I asset think it's more for the isn't it,
0: isn't it for the exchanges to be able to cover themselves in the event of perhaps when someone maybe stakes and goes no, into it, DeFi or no, goes a into a shit coin no, it's about
2: no it's it's only that. regulation like this doesn't they got told to do this like this is what we, we just talked about like three months ago where they went yeah the regulator said you have to check that people know what they're doing and they put 25 questions out but like, you have to ask these questions otherwise you are not compliant to these financial regulations it's the same as kyc yeah. and aml yeah. so they are not doing this for any other reason other than the fact they've been told to yeah which is why i think people are going it's basically buggy and who knows what's going on because that the rules mm. are just so like because as we know with all regulation right they don't tell you black and white they just tell you the gray which is you need mm. to ask these questions and make sure to like all good endeavors they use words like that That um, yeah, like, best naive, endeavors that's the yeah. one yeah best endeavors yeah naive investors aren't like manipulated and taken advantage of you like trading in this asset and you go well how the fuck what does that mean right how, What? How are we meant to protect the world from like, and and obviously like the the, the example is used literally in this tweet as well, which is, well, I can bet my money on a football game. I can go into a casino and just gamble my money. Is the casino doing best endeavors to protect me from blackjack or from (laughs) the roulette wheel? No, they are not, are they? They clearly let me, I could walk in with my entire net worth and gamble it on red or black and lose it. And no one is saying a word, and no one is changing regulations <laughs> to stop that. Right? Everyone is very happy that that system works. Whereas suddenly the crypto world, which really by that they they want to block Bitcoin. They, I'm I'm pretty sure they're fine people investing in crypto because they know they're going to lose their money. They're trying to block Bitcoin, and it's oh no! If you're going to invest in Bitcoin, we need to protect you. We need to ask you these 25 questions before you put your money into this because we don't want you get you we don't want you to get hurt. And it's just, it's more surveillance. And, and it's bizarre if, if they are if they are starting to limit people based on our, uh, because I remember actually in the regulations, right? It said you can't gamble or you can't um, buy more than something like 10 or 20% of your net worth. So I wonder if that's what's happened where they've looked into this person's account. Like you said, this person has bought a lot of Bitcoin recently. They've then told them what their net worth is They've worked out the two percentages and gone, well, we know your Bitcoin balance roughly because we've got access to part of it. And you've just told us what your net worth is. You've got too much Bitcoin based on your net worth. So therefore, we're going to stop you buying anymore. Maybe that's what's happening. And the only reason that I haven't come across this is because, number one, I use multiple exchanges, so they don't have a full view. Um, but... Um, I also lied about my net worth. So it's like the percentages were okay for me and I got through. Because the questions are piss piss easy, but I wonder if that 10, 20% thing's coming in and they just haven't figured out the error messages yet because he's just going trade. It says on his screen, trading is not allowed. I wonder if that's because, not because you got any of the questions wrong, it's because you've already bought your allocation of Bitcoin this year. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. Is that what is that? This story suddenly went from being like me laughing at it to this is big. Are they blocking people buying Bitcoin? Because you've brought too much this year based on your net worth. So we're going to block you for your own safety. This is them literally stemming the flow of money into Bitcoin by restricting how much of people's net worth can go into it. You can't go all in. No more Mr. All In's. <laughs> Unless you lie, you just gotta lie and say, My net worth is 100 million. I was million. just about to say that. Well,
1: we we, we don't advise lying,
2: no, we fucking expect it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, talking of lying
0: and being compromised, this is breaking news that the SEC Twitter account was uh, hacked and um. And it was compromised to put out a tweet saying that the ETF had been approved. So uh, that went up and then obviously was quickly taken down. And there's been a crash in uh, the price. I say a crash, it's not really a crash. But a a spike trending downwards, let's say. But that's what it's been based off. So uh, that is breaking news as we speak and record right now. That...
2: one two six. Oh man, I I thought someone had just changed their name to like the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, and it wasn't the official account, but it actually was the official account that literally said. The...
1: Yeah, someone sent me a message saying, um, "Good luck," and then they said, "Oh, fuck, the SEC's been um being hacked." So they're very gutted, but they um, it didn't happen because I think he's been getting very excited for the last few months.
2: Yeah, you know, there was there's like a couple of grand spike and then bizarrely once it got revealed as fake, a four grand regression. <laughs> so <with> that, <laughs> we went up two K and then when it got found yeah. out it was fake, we go down four K. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, that all happened most we were on air as well, like recording Yeah, exactly. See you know, like now. Bitcoin Twitter, like Bitcoin, it doesn't fucking stop for anyone, doesn't it? We just just <laughs> An hour and already we've missed <laughs> a fake listing of the SEC from the SEC go <laughs> Twitter. Like someone hacked it purely to fucking send this ETF news, clearly trading that news. If they want to find out yeah. who did that, right? Go and have a look. Who profited from the peak and the drop? But this is where I was just about too long short It's fucking them. Yeah. They're the fuckers yeah. that just did that.
0: You know, you're banning people from answering questions, but really, it's the people that are actually in, and they're the ones that you need to look at, and uh, who's who's profiting from it. Other ways. Should we race through these uh, these last couple of uh, stories? So obviously, we to we touch on. I can't get on the regulation, the US regulation.
1: We, we just about talked that about that one. So yeah, that one's that one's done. Uh, for the week, tulips again. I don't even know why we're talking about this. It's I mean, it's funny because it's another tulip. So it's someone called Gordon Johnson, who's some kind of like Wall Street analyst. He talks about not eager and draven at all. I wish you all the best in Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. It would literally cause a literal collapse of the USA by hyperinflation. Um blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I love the USA. And it's just like, he's a simp. He's a fucking moron, and he's also comparing to um a pattern of tulip prices which went up within a year versus how many cycles we on four now. I always forget. Um. So yeah, it kind of, he kind of like ruins his whole whole argument with that picture. You kind of going, okay, you don't like Bitcoin, blah blah blah. He hasn't really said anything in that text, and apart from he loves the USA and he doesn't want to destroy the dollar, um. But then. Yeah, he destroys the whole argument by posting something which happened within a year. Now, what's really funny about him, which I read in the comments, is he is ranked um number 8,325th out of 8,665 Wall Street analysts, and also 32, 539th out of um 36,796 experts. So not particularly high. So he's telling you no, what to do, is, but he's not no, you know the
2: Average return is on per star Oh, this is
1: this is <laughs> brilliant. Minus nine point four percent. So l- let's listen to good old Gordon, who will le- get you to lose your money faster than inflation. Um, on his minus nine point four percent.
2: Even if we're on a Bitcoin standard, this guy loses you money.
1: Yeah, he- he's an absolute fucking moron. But let's listen to him compare Bitcoin to tulips. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this has got so much traction. Is he on TV or something, this guy? He must be, yeah. yeah the, 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 but how is he on TV when he's got such a bad record?
2: Probably because <laughs> he's a simp for the US dollar, isn't he? But what yeah. I like, right, is there's a reply to him, right, which basically just goes, all right, fine. If that's true, then why is the SEC entertaining allowing a Ponzi scheme fraud shoot vehicle to be delivered to the America or via BlackRock Fidelity? through, uh, you know, an ETF, right? And his answer is, ask them, does not change one thing I said. The US government currently is not comprised of our brightest and they are brought and paid for. So using the government accepts it, so it's okay. excuse is quite weak, right? And the second I read that, right, I just went, ah, he's in this stage where, admittedly, you've always got to remember that some people are just, they're brought and paid for just as he's accusing the government he might be brought and paid for, and he knows the truth, he's just pretending to not to know it. But I think he's no, in He's the... too much of a moron. Yeah. He so would have a much better be in... record. Yeah. So so he's more likely to be in the in the camp of, are oh, the government are just incompetent? So even though the left hand is saying, oh, we're going to approve this asset as an ETF that can be put into pension funds, but you've got the right hand, which is like Elizabeth Warren, Saying it's a fraud, it's a Ponzi, it's boiling the ocean, it's used for terrorist funding. His answer to the left and right hands not making sense is the government is incompetent. They don't they don't communicate, which is why even though they're telling with the right hand Bitcoin is the worst thing ever, the left hand is going let's allow this to be put into pension funds. Right? It doesn't make any sense. Yep. The real answer is it's it's conspiracy. It's it's not incompetence. It's conspiracy. They know exactly both things can be true, and the reason why Bitcoiners know both things can be true is that their hatred of Bitcoin is true, and they are absolutely communicating this with the SEC, and the SEC are only doing what the the central government are telling them to do, which up until now has been deny, 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 deny. Now they have got their shit in order. And they have their best and most controlled company that can run ETFs ever that will absorb the majority of the volume, BlackRock to come in. It's taken them a while to get BlackRock into position to have an ETF before. with all these little companies they're like, "We're going to fuck these little companies, they're not having their ETF. We're going to slam Bitcoin down into the ground. It's, we're going to keep fucking fudding it and hope people don't buy it, because we don't want people fleeing our money. But then they managed to go, you know what? It's not going away, is it? What's the best way to beat someone? If you can't beat them, join them. And that's what they've done. They've gone, fuck it. Let's get BlackRock to make an ETF. With that name, the majority of the money will flow into BlackRock. It's going to be paper Bitcoin. We can control the price. We control the coins, control the keys. So suddenly you go, all right, yeah. If you're a bit of a simpleton, you you look at this and go, ah, it's incompetence. They both hate Bitcoin on one side of government and love Bitcoin on the other. And they're just not talking because they're not joined up. But if you, once you put the pieces together, you realize now this is a conspiracy. Both things can be true at the same time. It can be part of the same plan. They outwardly hate it. And then they pretend to love it over here because really what they're trying to do is co-opt that asset. Because the ETF, Mm. as we know, the ETF is a trap, right? Any money you put into that ETF over the long term... It's the same as putting into a pension. You, you might think you've got Bitcoin gains, but go on, then sell that asset. How much are they gonna tax you on it? And all that kind of stuff, right? Try and leave the country and you know, access that ETF money from El Salvador or from Serbia. Oh, you're not a US. <laughs> but... That's the yeah, Serbia
1: think... was blocked IP address immediately. Two two things which are really interesting about this is um is Mbit in bold, which has, um, which would likely cause the literal collapse of the USA by hyperinflation. It's just like, it's going that way anyway. You know, it's just going to get yeah. sped up. And it's it's pretty much what Bitcoins agree on, that it needs to end because it's causing all these wars. It's causing impoverishment. It's causing people to be put down and kept down. And the one which I always love is a Charlie Munger quote. So Bitcoin is rat poison. So when I hear this, I always ask myself, who is the rat then? Because if Bitcoin is secure, who is the rat? Is it the US dollar? And did he actually mean something different by it and couldn't say it openly because of it, how he worked and the fact he was an investor for Berkshire Halfway and ultimately was owned by the mm. government? Yeah, well, that Because it. rat poison makes no sense because he, Bitcoin would be a mm. rat, it'd be a pest, wouldn't it? Rap poison,
2: that like you know, gold was rat poison to to stones and to agri beads, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so rat when poison. You're actually, yeah, right. Like He's
1: saying are saying, yeah, saying Bitcoin is rat poison. It's just like, well, but you're saying Bitcoin's bad. You're saying that Bitcoin's got a purpose then. it's taking something out, and it's maybe a bit of backhander, which no one's really appreciated. Correct.
2: Yeah. 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 He doesn't mean it as a compliment. He means it as a. It's as useful with rat poison as in what are you going to do with it's some rat bad. poison? Fucking eat it. Yeah, It's going to kill you, right? It's... Yeah, it's going to kill the dollar. Yeah, well, that's that's what the meme but is.
0: Ultimately, it's, the dollar is, as I can every the other currency, although it is clearly the strongest of the 160 that are out there, um, it, it's always going to go to zero. It's just being sped up by the fact that the Hardest money known to man is alive and kicking 15 years old. Right, let's move on. Next story is Hack of the Week. So, buying Bitcoin with a compromised wallet. Yeah. So, uh, Dende Hoddle.
2: Yeah, we, we we've Super. got a poor guy here. Yeah, D- Dende Hodel is um, we're selling some Bitcoin. Naughty, don't know why he's selling Bitcoin just before the the approval. But whatever, he's selling on Hoddle Hoddle, which is one of these peer to peer exchanges, right, where uh, you know, people can buy and sell Bitcoin from each other, and you've got someone here that wanted to to buy some Bitcoin. He he doesn't say exactly how much. Uh, but essentially he goes, okay, fine. Um, I'll sell the Bitcoin to you. He receives the fiat. And so he sends the Bitcoin to his wallet. Uh, and then straight away the guy goes, oh yeah, it says I received it, but then straight away, it just got sent out again. So my balance is zero. What's happened there? What have you done? And obviously the guy, you know, um, then they are always just going, well, you must have a compromised wallet because I sent you the Bitcoin and the Mm. fact that you got sweeped instantly is nothing to do with me I can't send it from your wallet it just means you've likely downloaded a compromised wallet and it has just been waiting for any transaction to hit it and it just sweeps it straight off it's automated built into the wallet and it sent it straight to the hackers address instead of yours so unfortunately oh. thanks for buying bitcoin from me but you have no bitcoin you just lost it and it's nothing to do with me so sucks to be <laughs> you and uh <clears throat> the, 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 apparently they, they they're looking at it and they are going, it looks like it's um what was it i think exodus wallet they're talking about in here and there's a chance that he um downloaded a fake exodus a wallet apparently this is the first time he'd used the wallet so I, i'm guessing he's probably on android um because android very easy to get apps approved on android uh google don't really do much checking they just pretty much approve everything whereas on apple it's, it is harder to get scam wallets put on they do do a lot of verification um, for someone that's had a few apps on the app store a pain in the ass i've had every app i've ever put on um stuck in verification process for months where they're double checking everything that i've said is in the app and they're going well what's this bit of code what's this what's this and uh because they think that maybe the app is doing something behind the scenes and that it shouldn't be and um whereas on android everything just gets approved so that's what's happened here i think someone's put a fake exodus wallet onto the android app store which has a hidden bit of code in it which sweeps the wallet the second any money gets put on and this poor guy has been sweeped. Just another reminder to be very, very careful about wallets. Um, don't put too much money on a wallet that you're not willing to lose. And I guess the lesson that I would probably learn from something like this, if you do download a new wallet, maybe just send it, um, a negligible amount of sats just to see what happens. Uh, cause the, the likelihood is the code that sat in the background, it will sweep any sats straight off. So send it like a fiver uh, or something, right? And just see what happens if it gets sweet. Yeah, I
1: mean, mean, this is practice for like your ledger as well. You know, when I transfer money to my ledger, I always transfer a small amount. I take the hit with um, the fee just to check it works.
2: Yeah, well, you're testing the address there, aren't you? In this instance, you haven't tested the address yet when you file up a new wallet. But what you want to make sure is that when you do send to that address, does it get sweeped off? That isn't something I've ever checked for. Um, but this is a use case as to why you would. Because yeah. guessing if he's going on to HODL, HODL, right? He's probably buying at least £500 worth, likely. And that's just been sweeped from him. He's lost that. So that was an expensive lesson for him to learn. If he'd have sent a China to his own wallet already, that probably would have got sweeped. And he'd gone, oh, there's something up with this wallet. He could have deleted it. And then being a little bit more accurate about which wallet you then downloaded because uh this is the problem bitcoin isn't a scam but people know there's a lot of money in bitcoin and scamming so there's gonna be a lot of fake wallets out there a lot of hacks gee we've got to be super careful just whenever you're putting bitcoin onto a phone it's you know so so careful like I've I, bizarrely, I, I can't believe I've been relatively reckless, I think, with my downloading of Bitcoin apps and sending and receiving Bitcoin. I, I've done quite hundreds of transactions over the years. Everything's gone fine. I've, the biggest problem I've had with using Bitcoin wallets is that the little amount of money that I had in them, because I had it in there for so long, like, the amount grew to an amount that I would have been sad about losing. So I suddenly had to get it off and um, mm-hmm. that's the only problem I've had I've never been hacked, I've never been sweeped, so I think just it's like with anything right it's it's the whole like be your own bank and it's you know, when you're downloading a wallet off the internet or off an app store don't do it quickly make sure you're careful, verify it properly, even though you're only going to pre put in maybe a couple of hundred pounds still be careful, this guy wasn't and he lost it, it's, And and the likelihood is that app is now being deleted it's been reported for fraud google are taking it down but i can guarantee there'll be another 15 waiting for a pending approval and they'll pop up tomorrow then they'll get deleted another 20 will come on right it's just
1: yeah
2: google will never stop the problem so just be wary last story so vanek vanek have um announced something nice although it has been met with mixed reviews from the bitcoin twitter community is that they have pledged that they will donate five percent of their bitcoin etf profits if approved which the fact they already at this point suggests they really think it's getting approved now to support bitcoin core devs uh your tireless dedication to decentralization, innovation, to the cornerstone of the Bitcoin ecosystem, and we're here to support it. More details to come. So, uh, what do you think of that? Five percent of their profits from this ETF from Vanek going to Bitcoin quadrapps.
1: Well, I mean, so I watched. Go go for it. I was just going to say it's good, but it's still Bitcoin, isn't it? No, but no, this
2: no. is. No, this they'll be donating. They're not donating their ETF. Like no. ETF shares to the to these deserts. no no
1: no They're I mean I that their, their business is still based around paper Bitcoin
2: yeah of course yeah but then so the, say the it's good the bitcoin for, it's good core network. Devs are getting real money right
1: yeah exactly like I mean ultimately you're still gonna have like the um, the Bitcoin fees you're still gonna have um the fact that, that and the block rewards and so on the miners are gonna get their um, bitcoin bought off them and so on. And then you're also going to have this 5% donation, which is great because they're expecting probably to make a lot of money. But it's still encouraging people around the Bitcoin, pay, the paper Bitcoin route. However, you have got the fact that you got the donation, which hopefully will fund more. So we'll start looking at more layer two stuff, which I think needs to innovate in order to move Bitcoin along. Because obviously we don't, we don't want to touch the core code anymore. And then additionally, you have also got the, the benefit, as we've spoken about the ETFs, is the education which is going to give to people or exposure. I suppose exposure then education. So, like all these people who wouldn't touch Bitcoin before, they're going to buy it, and then we're going to start going. Oh, maybe I want to read about Bitcoin because I've had all these green arrows. Maybe I'll <laughs> read bit bits about it and see what it's about. You know, maybe I'll we'll read the Bitcoin stuff so and we'll go. Oh, fucking hell! Why have I got my money on on um, in ETFs and not just in Bitcoin? So I think some good will come, but. I kind of, it does worry me the whole thing, and that's why I'm quite negative towards even though are donating money. Yeah,
0: uh, well, I read the comments and thought very similar, but uh, ultimately, I do think the this whole thing has to pan out, we have to do things like this, so it's kind of like trial and error. Let's see what happens if it if it's. If a good thing comes from it, fantastic. If not, we've tried it and we've learned from it. But it's interesting to see that they have pledged for 10 years that they will be continuing to uh, to pay the, um, the, the devs as well. And I guess 10 years in tech is a long time. So let's see if they hold on to their pledge. And who knows, Vanek may not even be here. Uh, because in this whole ETF um, race for an ETF, there will be winners and losers. Uh, and I watched a really interesting uh, podcast where it was two guys who were ETF experts on Natalie Brunel's podcast. And, uh, and they've been following it. Because there's a lot of firsts in this ETF approval race. And the fact that the SEC, rather than just saying it's going to go to one, looks like they're lining up for all of the players in the marketplace. I think uh, the numbers, the 13, 13 funds in total, 11 or 13 number escapes me right now. But if everybody does do this, this is like, uh, a real turning point and a real pivot, and I would definitely recommend people to watch that uh, that podcast because for an hour they talk about the history of ETFs, why this is so um, so interesting. But this again is another you know, interesting angle in terms of uh, of what's coming about with the approval of the ETFs.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of those right I don't really care about what the company does if um you know they could be a bank right and if they just went we're going to give five percent of our profits to core devs I'd be like yeah I hate your core business but if you're giving five percent of profits to core devs let's go right uh but then the there is a counterpoint to that which is well hold on if they are donating and it is a sizable amount of money does that give them an element of control Does that give them influence over the core devs? Uh, And obviously we're concerned about the ETF. And one of the concerns is, is that they end up forking Bitcoin to some proof of stake version. Uh, So if money is coming from the ETF players to the core devs and, and they indicate we want proof of stake and the developers go, no, they go fine. Funding is now being pulled does mm. that then give them influence to go, oh, shit, there's a lot of Cordell's that relying on that funding. Maybe they code proof of stake because they need the funding, right? And it's don't become reliant on something that isn't going to be always around or is there for the right reasons. So I, I see mm. that as a downside, right? I see the enemy. Um, I don't think Vanek actually, the company, is the enemy. I think they actually are quite sound Bitcoin um, enthusiasts, so... I think mean, them saying 5%, I, I, I take it on face value. I think they are genuinely trying to go, we're going to make a shit ton of money off this ETF when it gets approved and we're going to give 5% back to the people that have made all this happen. And I don't think they want anything for it. I don't think they want any influence. If this was BlackRock doing something like this, I would be more scared. I wouldn't like yeah. BlackRock directly funding our Bitcoin devs. Uh, just but say
1: but right. a, a Vennet partly owned by BlackRock.
2: <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone is, isn't
1: aren't they? Ultimately.
2: If Vanak are probably listed, which I'm sure they are, then I'm sure BlackRock and 10% of them, so yeah. So that is the problem. Fucking all roads lead back to BlackRock right? So
0: Yeah.
2: You don't know, you only there's like it's like a fucking what is it, the the seven everyone's seven bits of bacon back to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you know you so basically like what what is it like that you can literally there's no more than um six people between you and kevin bacon it's oh like, seven degrees the seven degrees of kevin bacon that's it yeah and um whereas with blackrock it's like the two degrees of blackrock <laughs> it's literally yeah. just well the two companies of blackrock uh because you, you go to one company and go I don't even need to have multiple jumps here to get to BlackRock. It's just from Company A. Oh, what's their shareholdings? BlackRock's in there. Boom, got it. It was one degree, right? And maybe you need to go. Oh, Vanek isn't um, doesn't have BlackRock on their board because they're a small company. You go. Oh, right, okay. But are they part of a group of shares in an ETF in some shape or form oh yeah 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 they are they're in this group this ETF here oh right who owns the ETF Blackrock boom there you go so whether Van get Vanek are in this ETF owned by Blackrock is is um very influential on their share price so they get kicked out of that then their share price goes down so yeah BlackRock are around the corner every fucking turn but um I mean I think overall this is a good news story right Bitcoin core devs they get ignored all the time the, the Bitcoin miners, as you listed there, right? There's the block reward and there's the fees in in, in the blocks. That just goes to miners. The devs get no, none of this. Uh, most devs, I think, they probably do a bit of mining on the side, but that isn't yeah. their core business. They 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 code, right? And Bitcoin coders, there is no reward for coding Bitcoin. Zero. All happens is you put your change request into the GitHub and you put it forward for consensus. And go. Do you want to make this change? And ninety nine percent of the time, people say no. One percent, people go yes. It gets approved. It gets put on. You then get added to the change log as someone that's added some code to Bitcoin. So you get some kudos. Mm. Kudos doesn't put food on the table. Right? You don't get any money. There's no like, oh, you got a change request put on Bitcoin. Congratulations. Here's a Bitcoin. No, 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 none of that. There's no <laughs> change request reward there's no so the bitcoin core devs are largely voluntarily coding bitcoin for for free um, and with more people like this because bitcoin brink isn't it bitcoin brink are the company that essentially are the foundation that seems to be supporting bitcoin developers it's a nice central hub for them to collect the money and then distribute it as they see fit for the people that are valuable to bitcoin and i'm assuming they have some type of validation process of who's contributing to bitcoin who deserves the funding i have seen them before so i think mean, it's a good thing let's let's fund them because jesus they um not money not much money goes their way and we've got these michael sailors of the world yeah we need to get slay to throw a thousand bitcoin into this bitcoin brink like jesus christ guys i know he's trying to get two hundred ten thousand bitcoin one percent of the supply but how about throw some of the Bitcoin core devs? Let's make some Bitcoin core devs rich, like proper rich. <laughs> but anyway.
0: Is it the right incentives for them though? That's the thing.
2: I don't know. So I suppose you want to keep them a little bit poor so they keep working, but... Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think like we came on though. There's the, the certain people though, I think they, they will always work, right? Um, yeah. Like we came on before we press record there's certain people that we work with that almost doesn't matter about their net worth they're going to be worker bees uh they they need to work and i I think to be fair a lot of the bitcoin core devs are stupidly rich already like they really are Uh, a lot of the devs that are still putting code requests and submitting bugs and doing comments and they've been in bitcoin for 10 years plus so it would stand to reason it's for the love they are ridiculously rich. And if anything, I think what they're doing is protecting their investment, right? They they are rich. They've mm-hmm. largely set their life out, but they're now holding the majority of their net wealth in Bitcoin. So it is still in their interests to maintain the code and keep it safe because that's what their net worth is being held in. But I think we need incentives to bring new people in. It should be, if you can work on Bitcoin and be impactful and fix bugs and do good code. You can earn hundreds of thousands a year to do that. Yeah, you know, that should be the thing, right? You should be able to do that. Just like working at Microsoft or Facebook or Google, or Amazon. It's a very high paid job at the moment, a Bitcoin core dev. It isn't a high paid job. It just isn't. It's pretty much, it's a volunteer role that you do for the love of Bitcoin. Yeah. We need to make the incentives a bit better. That we we need to pay them better. This is it's a step forward, right? I, I'm not going to hate on a step forward towards that where someone's going. I give five five percent of my profits towards funding that. Sounds good to me, provided there's no strings attached.
0: Well, yeah, that's the one. Let's see how it plays out, and if it re uh, it reappears in the in the Four Bs podcast, because that is a wrap so that was pod 126 126 of the four b's bullish bitcoin banter and bullshit brought to you by mr Rawlin, aka the trillion dollar man dr evil 10 percent aka the people's champ myself Sir level up aka the excellence of execution and mrs no show still however many shows in still no show peace